the podcast, the podcast you love, coming to you from Toronto and Michigan, both cities, somewhere in North America. It's House of Decline. You can buy more House of Decline on patreon.com slash house of decline. H A U S O F D E C L I N House of Decline dot com. Patreon dugout. These are our plugs. It's the plugs. To, this is Plugman. That's my character, Plugman. He's he's robotic. I love that guy. Can you be him for the rest of the episode? I can be Plugman for the rest of the episode. Maybe you would like to plug for Bounty Paper Towel. Would you like Bounty Paper Towel? They've been uh, changing all of the mascots for the paper towels lately um what is the new mascot for bounty paper towel i'm not sure but before i choose a paper towel i'm sort of waiting until this whole mascot um hot potato this whole mascot controversy yeah it gets resolved what 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 mascots are they changing i think the brawny guy is now no there's no head he's there's no head on the brawny guy he's he's a venus de milo yeah it's neck down yeah. No, Venus de Milo didn't have any arms. Who didn't have a head? I don't know who didn't have a head. That, uh, no, I think Venus de Milo doesn't have. No, head. Venus de Milo didn't have arms. She didn't have arms. Oh, but I'll, but I'm okay. Picture the gummy de Milo. Okay, the gummy de Milo from The Simpsons. Uh, you know, we had a, a the last week on the show. We had a character that didn't understand anything unless it was from an anime, and and we we are just the same. We don't understand anything unless it's from The Simpsons. Picture the gummy de Milo. Does it have an arms or does it have head? The gummy de Milo definitely had a head. Homer Homer uh, okay and Homer so, peeled it off of that college student's ass. And we can and trust was, the Simpsons writers of the '90s to be. Probably Harvard educated. Yeah, they're absolutely an elite writing force. So my theory is go with what you remember the gummy de Milo to have looked like. <laughs> that's it. That's that's your that's this is art history corner featuring Plugman, Plugman and Steven. Uh, the, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a great wa- wild ride for us. But I, I, now we're on to the real meat of the episode real meat of the episode is we're, we're going to be reviewing a classic internet list that keeps growing and growing and that everybody loves and that I come back to now and again uh, for pleasure. We're going to be reading the Wikipedia list of unusual deaths and we're going to rate these deaths uh, on, on based on how unusual they are on a scale of one to five. Five being, that's a weird guy! And one being, eh, it's not so bad. Eh, it's not so bad. So that's where that's going to be. It's going to be 50 minutes of this. So strap in, folks. <laughs> strap in, folks. You're going you're gonna to get some commentary on unusual deaths. We're going to start in antiquity. going to start in antiquity, Stephen. Is that like the 30s? Um... That's the 30s. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's when, that's when people wore spats. I got, you know, there I were a lot of people wearing spats. I got one from antiquity then, if it's the 30s. 
There you go. That's, uh, the name of death is Unnamed Cow. Unnamed Cow, yeah. And in um, 1932, <clears throat> an Australian newspaper reported an incident where a dairy cow was partially blown up and killed on a farm at Kennedy Creek. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah. The cow had reputedly picked up a detonator in her mouth while grazing in a paddock. <laughs> yeah. And the cow had its head blown off by the explosion. And the farmer milking the cow was knocked unconscious and blown backwards. Oh, so the farmer survived. Yeah. It's crazy. That's good. That's good. That that would be strange if your just cow exploded in front of you. That'd be, oh, the cow, old cow's exploding. <laughs> you thought a mad cow disease was bad. I have to deal with exploding cow disease there, maybe. It's getting too too weary of a world for these old folks in these farming corners. Interestingly, the, on the same list, I'm in the animal list of unusual deaths, is the unnamed bird that Randy Johnson killed with a fastball. Right. Classic. That's an amazing video. Because Randy Johnson is just, for a second he pauses, he cannot believe what has just happened. Yeah, and then he like pumps his fists and celebrates. You know? <laughs> yeah, then, like, then he's dancing around, then he's arranging the bird's bones in like a little pattern. He does like and a, saying NFL touchdown dance. Yeah, yeah, and he, he jacks off his phantom dick and he's <laughs> like, fuck you, bird god, I killed your bird god. <laughs> That's what he would say frequently, Randy Johnson. He he had a lot. What what fueled his pitching prowess was his hatred of the bird god. Hmm. Uh, so here we go. You got Democritus of Abdera, three seventy BC. He was a guy. Maybe. Are you starting at just the very beginning? Not the very beginning. Oh. I just okay. chose a random guy. It's Democritus of Abdera. No. According to Diogenes Laertius, the Greek atomist philosopher Democritus of Abdera died at the age of 109. As he was on his deathbed, his sister was greatly worried because she needed to fulfill her religious ob obligations to the goddess Artemis in the approaching three-day Thesmophoria festival. Democritus told her to place a loaf of warm bread under his nose and was able to survive for the three days of the festival by sniffing it. He died immediately after the festival was over. That's not that unusual at all. That's a one. That's a one. Sniffing, bread sniffing, not unusual. I think I think we sh this should be excised you from the to, list of unusual deaths. You want me deaths. to make a Wikipedia edit and just take it out? Yeah, I, I don't think this is unusual enough for the list of unusual deaths. Okay, you know? I, might, I mean, I might get in trouble on Wikipedia. I think you should. You might get in trouble, but we're doing the Lord's work here. Don't, we're we're pruning. My suggestion we're pruning is this list. We gotta at least start in the Middle Ages. Because uh, start okay. Because okay. the the unusual deaths of antiquity, every death was unusual back then. Nothing had happened before. <laughs> That's true. There was that. They were true. at the beginning, so they were like a guy sniffed bread and then died. First time that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's start at the first the first entry with Middle Ages. Constance II died July 15th, 668. He's a Byzantine emperor assassinated with a bucket, according to Theophilus of Edessa. Oh my, Edmund, I don't think this has ever happened before. Have you heard? The emperor was assassinated with a bucket. 
Hey, no bucket assassinations in the antiquity. No, no great, none of the great philosophers talked of a bucket assassination. I don't believe that. Uh, can you picture that now? A bucket falls down from, I guess, maybe some <laughs> watching woman dropped a bucket on your head and you're d down in the courtyard and all of a sudden you're no longer, you're no longer the Byzantine Emperor Constans too. Yeah, now you're just a man in the ground. You're just, you're just a corpse, you know? I don't know why this guy's now from, from the north of England. But now he's from the north of England. It's a, it's historian. It's a terrible thing about being constant too, is all the buckets. You'd be, able to, you'd be scared of buckets all the time. Now, you'll be looking out for buckets for the rest of your life. Now, now he's. Mm. I can't get my English accent straight. Now he's London. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it, you were gonna go um, bucket of Damocles. The bucket of. I uh, know what I was gonna say was. Um, I I like go to a Buckethead concert and I'm so so scared. <laughs> so, uh, that guy's gonna kill me. I know what happened to Constance too. He was assassinated with a bucket. Oh, he's I'm... making fun of the Byzantine Empire. Buckethead. That that freak. <laughs> <laughs> that freak. That that that's his long game. He's recording all these albums as a fuck you to Constance too. <laughs> all right, Constance too would not like KFC. Louis would the, not care for it. Louis the Third of France. Louis the Third of France, King of West Francia, died yeah. at eighteen, whilst mounting his horse to pursue a girl who was running to seek refuge in her father's house. I guess he was going to have his way with her. Yeah, I guess so. And anyway, on the way, he hit his head on the mantle of a low door and fell, fracturing his head, and he died. <laughs> I guess that one's funny. It's not particularly unusual, I would say, but it's, I'm glad he died because it sounded like he was going on a horse... And he was going to take the horse into the house of the lady in an in attempt to intimidate and then rape her. Correct. So I'm glad he died. Yeah. I'm glad that this horrible little king died. Yeah. <laughs> he and sounds like a, a real, real bastard. Kind of a comic way. That's like the beginning of an A24 medieval movie, if there ever was one. Yeah. Yeah. You have this bumbling, this bumbling prince with a terrible bull haircut. Yeah. Just like a horrible Joffrey prince. Yeah. <clears throat> Joffrey-esque. But they're French instead, so they're yeah. going, ho, 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 I love rape. I am the Joffrey of rape. <laughs> and he just sort of like does like a a grisly um, uh, pratfall off the yeah, horse. And absolutely. His head, his skull splits open. Yeah, you see his like, you see his jaw go in two different directions. You see his you see actual brains come out. Like, yeah. And the, it's, the video effect is just well-made jello but yeah somehow he manages to columbia necktie himself <laughs> in the whole process uh which if you don't know what a columbia necktie the audience is it's when you make an incision in the throat and pull the tongue down through the incision i thought it was when you took the penis and cut it in half and strangled someone with both ends <laughs> <laughs> no, no that's very funny though <laughs> No, that's uh that's a Venezuelan bow tie. Got to keep up. Got to keep up. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Sigurd the Mighty of Orkney, eight ninety two. Sigurd the Mighty, the second Earl of Orkney, strapped the head of his defeated foe, Male Brigte, 
to his horse's saddle. Briggs' teeth rubbed against Sigurd's leg as he rode, causing a fatal infection, according to the Old Norse Heims Kringla and Orkneyinga sagas. That's not that. All of these, all of these ancient unusual deaths. You're you're right, Stephen. Nothing had happened yet, so this is none of these are that unusual. Mm, I guess still, it's ironic. We gotta scroll forward then. We, yeah, I think we're gonna go to these modern unusual deaths because I'm very much more interested in some of these Maybe modern 19th unusual century? deaths. Uh, the 19th. Let's go to some 19th century unusual deaths. Uh, early modern period. Here we go. 19th century. Mathilda of Austria, Archduchess Mathilda of Austria, daughter of Archduke Albrecht, Duke of Teschen, set her dress on fire while trying to hide a cigarette from her father, who had forbidden her to smoke. That's, that's horrifying. That's horrifying. That's, that one's real. <laughs> that one's very real. Oh, they're that all one. real. They're all very real, my friend. Yeah, I know. But that one, see, this one isn't that unusual either, because I could see this happening. To, like, unusual to me is, like, something very unlikely. Or, you know, something that is, like... Uh, Man, can you imagine that? Like, it's amazing what they made dresses out of them back. They would just make them out of, like, crinoline and bunting. And, well, you know, you they skipped, go up. You skipped some really good ones. Uh, okay, go me, go to some go to some good so, ones. This is a this is a two to me because it's not okay. that unusual. If you, just, if you go up one, Governor Morris. He was, I believe, governor of New York. Yeah. He was a founding father. <laughs> And he died from an infection after using a whalebone to clear a blockage in his urinary tract. <laughs> Sounding with the whalebone is such a 19th century. <laughs> Talk gonna, about Moby Dick. I'm going to stick oh my this up my willy. <laughs> oh, I've got, I got, I got a blockage in my willy. He, had like uh, he was weird, American, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, but he was a founding father, so he was... He didn't have a... He had a weird accent. The founding father. Hello. I am Governor... Oh, this whalebone looks like it would be a mighty fine tool to use in order to clear various dust and debris from my penis hole. <laughs> That's what we founding fathers call our urethras back then. Penis holes. There are oh. many references to penis holes in the Federalist Papers. That's what they leave out of Hamilton, of Lin-Manuel Miranda's wonderful Hamilton musicals. All the time they say penis hole, because it doesn't rhyme with anything good. That's a bad way. Apparently he caused internal injuries. <laughs> so how, how far up do you think he got? Do you think he got all the way? Whalebone. Yeah. That has to be pretty jagged, too. It's not like a smooth-sounding rod. You're like, mm. it's bone Oh, you! Oh, oh, yeah! You know all the bones of the whale. I know all the bones of a whale. I know all the bones. Of <laughs> you, don't think, <laughs> you don't think there's one single long, smooth? There's whale not bone. one sound. Ah, the sounding bone. <laughs> That's what ancient mariners called it—the sounding bone, because it was used. If that was the case, if there really is a sounding bone, then this isn't, this isn't that unusual. This is just a sounding accident, a casual sounding accident. But yes, this is uh, this is pretty unusual. I'm going to give it a four because it's a sounding accident, but with a very specific thing okay. uh, that is uh, indicative of its time period. So this is a four for me. Okay, what's next? Uh, what's next? I'm going to go back a little more. Let's say some of these are some famous guys. I really like Jean-Baptiste Lully because Lully was a famous French composer. And I think this is how I would die. 
I would uh, very, uh, this reminds me of me. Died 22nd of March, 1687. Jean-Baptiste Lulu, the French composer, died of a gangrenous abscess after accidentally piercing his foot with a staff while he was vigorously conducting a tedeum. It was customary at that time to conduct by banging a staff on the floor. He refused to have his leg amputated so he could still dance. <laughs> this isn't that unusual, but I love stabbing yourself in the foot. Why did he... Oh, because... I guess he'd rather die than not be able to dance. Yeah, who? if you couldn't dance, you know. That's sort of like a fuck you to disabled people, Luli. Luli's being ableist here, and so he deserved to die. <laughs> wow. That's I think cool. we can all agree he's being a French ableist. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh... Oh, here we go. This is funny. The guy that founded the Pinkertons, Alan Pinkerton. Alan Pinkerton, yeah. He died when he tripped on the pavement, severely bit his tongue, which became infected with gangrene. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one of those ones. I like the ones that are just freak accidents. Like, uh, like Anton Yelchin is sad, but there's something so fucking weird about that one. I, I, I when I say I like it, I mean it fascinates me because of the randomness. Mm. A true unusual death is one that just comes out of nowhere and is so seemingly absurd and cruel. Uh, so yeah, these uh, these ones. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. I just I read another one. <laughs> Get what? What's this one? What's this one? <laughs> Henry Taylor, of Eng of London. Some just some random working class dude was crushed to death by <laughs> a coffin that he was helping carry after he tripped on a stone. The widow of the man of the man in the coffin reportedly nearly went into hysterics. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's I like, can see. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. Paul grievous pallbearer injuries. Yeah. Um, that's like out of a Simon Pegg movie. Or was it for Nick Frost? Who is the guy? No, those are the guys. Yeah. Why Why would you say specifically an Edgar Wright Simon Edgar Pegg Wright, movie? Edgar Wright. It's like out of an Edgar Wright movie. That's something. You, me you, you mean it's like in its in its uh, slapstickiness yeah, and like, it's comical? Like, like they'd have, uh, a, have a character die while being a pallbearer to another yeah. character. That's. Uh, it's funny because, you know, you wouldn't expect... You're already at a funeral. At least, you know, you don't have to go very far to have the other one. I got a movie idea for you. Okay. You know how all the TV movies has, like, been treating coronavirus like it never really happened? Yeah. I want to do some sort of like a spoof on that, but the characters are, like, constantly dying of coronavirus. And you're just constantly introducing new characters, and they're just dying of coronavirus. But you're also... You're <laughs> That's pretty good. You're pretending like nothing has happened. But it's like, oh, yeah, he died of coronavirus. Yeah, he died of coronavirus. He got it really bad, you know. He leaves behind yeah. a couple of kids. You know, from like a couple of scenes ago when we were all gathered around as if nothing had ever happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when he got it. Uh, man, these... these uh, deaths occur with way more frequency in modern times because of our increased reporting ability. Uh, uh, <laughs> he, 
Here's one that. Here's how I would die. <laughs> Hayato Tsuruta. 2013, Hayato Tsuruta, 28, from Japan, with intellectual disabilities, ran away from his residential facility and went to a supermarket. There he consumed so many donuts that he choked to death. <laughs> oh. Oh, come on. Hey. Hey. That's, nice. That's how I die, then. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love donuts. <laughs> I'm shoving so many of them in my mouth. <laughs> yummer, 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 yummer. Uh, don't do that. Can you restrain yourself at the gro- like if you were at a grocery store and it was closed and you were the only one there and you mm-hmm. were locked in, would you would you die from eating all the donuts? Uh, yeah, I would do that. Oh man. Yeah, Anton Yelchin. There he is. There's our boy. He made the list of unusual deaths. That... He's got a very classic unusual death. It's horrifying, though, so it's not like one of the entertaining ones. You mean the actor? Yeah, the actor, Anton Yelchin. Oh, okay. So you're way at the big, at the early, at the recents. At the recent ones. Um, and uh, some of these aren't that unusual. Like, this one is just Ravi Subramanian, an Air India technician who was sucked into an aircraft jet. No, that's unusual. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing that's at unusual. that. That's unusual. I think because the into... death is so immediate and horrible. Yeah, you get, you, that's one of the uh, very few deaths where you get turned into goo immediately. <laughs> yeah, you get <laughs> instantly goo. Like, yeah. I am, what's that like? You know, what's your brain thinking? You know, before and like probably. immediately before you get good. Because it, um, it it probably happens faster with at least the airplane engine. It happens almost as fast as you can process thoughts. So, I uh, one of this Randy Lanes, May 29, twenty fifteen, a fisherman from uh, Kailua Kona, Hawaii, was killed by a swordfish. That actually stabbed him through the chest. Oh. Which is, he had harpooned the fish. He jumped in the water to retrieve it, and then it stabbed him right through. Oh, I well. didn't know they could actually do that. Hey, you kind of got that one coming. Apologies to the family, but I mean, if you're attacking an animal and it, if you're attacking an animal and it's an animal with a weapon, like that God has decided to weld onto its face. <laughs> yeah, you're attacking the chainsaw fish. You're attacking the gun fish. <laughs> the gun might go off and not the be gun in your favor. Take that. Uh, here, here's one that's pretty unusual. Sam Ballard, October 2018. Sam Ballard, 29, died from angiostrongyliasis after eating a garden slug as a dare eight years earlier. So he just ate a slug, and then the disease just festered for eight years. What's angiostrongulasis? It's an infection. It's a roundworm infection. Oh, man. What? So does the roundworm grow for <clears throat> eight years and then come out and then just, like, eat your brain? I don't know. I don't know what it is. We could we could go on this uh, severe abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, weakness. Don't eat garden slugs. No. Don't eat garden slugs is the lesson you get from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's someone getting killed by a pair of tires that came loose from a tractor trailer. Uh, that's kind of funny. It's not that funny. 
Here's a uh, very, very recent one. Yeah, what's a very recent February one? February of 2022. A 20, and this is, we, we can, uh, we take no names here. We want this to be anonymous because of the recentness of the death. A 28-year-old yeah. man in Rancho Bernardo, San Diego, California, is believed to have been using a knife to mix protein powder into a container of water while driving. The man mm -hmm. lost control and crashed into a parked car. When he struck the parked car, his car's airbags propelled the knife into his neck, fatally injuring him. <laughs> Mixing protein powder with your knife. Dude. <laughs> between your legs while driving. <laughs> dude, that's some final destination shit, man. I guess if you were trying to manufacture a situation yourself where you, where you were going to die... That's so, that's very funny. That That's a five, because that is unusual stupidity. Yep. That, that, that is like, a, a bunch of things have to go, so it's, so already, you're, you're driving, and you're doing something else, which you shouldn't do, but you're driving and doing something else that requires bro both hands, mixing protein powder uh, in a drink. Uh, and the and then you're you're using not a stick or anything, but a knife. <laughs> you're using a knife, and your hands are probably not on the wheel. You're probably driving with your knees. That's that. What amazing confidence you had to have. I'm glad their name was protected. Their name was hidden from the authorities yeah. because. Well, there's some more recent ones where the names aren't hidden. I feel mm -hmm. I feel dubiously about the ethicality of. And some of them are horrifying. Yeah, obvious. Oh, all of these are horrifying. Uh, here's a kid that got his neck skated over during a hockey game. No, <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. no, no, no. I don't like that one. No, no, that, that one's really They're bad. I've seen recent. that footage before. There's footage? No, no, but there's footage of the most famous neck skating incident in NHL is Clint Malarchuk. who was a goalie. He got his neck skated over. And you could there, there's the footage of it. You can see the blood spurting like like huh. twenty feet. Do you see because it blood, caught his jugular? Do you see the blood freezing? Uh, no, you don't see do the blood freezing on his. They start ice skating on the blood. They no, they playing. don't start ice skating around on the blood. They don't start making blood angels in the blood. Hockey's, they don't start. Hockey's hardcore. They they it's should. Hardcore, yeah. They should keep even if the entire rink is red. You know, keep keep playing. This is their motto. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body of a 39-year-old man was found wedged inside the hind leg of a papier-mâché statue of a Stegosaurus mm -hmm. in the town of Santa Coloma de Gramenet, Catalonia, Spain. Initial police reports did not suspect foul play. A representative of the local police force hypothesized that the individual may have crawled inside headfirst to retrieve a lost mobile phone before his leg became stuck, trapping him inside. Yeah. Firefighters for... had to cut the statue apart to extract the body. Died for the iPhone. Died for the phone. Man. How did he get his phone stuck in there to begin? Why did he put his phone in the Stegosaurus? Social media pictures. Pictures <laughs> on social media. You know it exactly could happen to you or me. You know, our, our phone is the most important thing we own. And then we're trying to take a picture that's going to go viral of me being inside where the Stegosaurus's balls are or something like that. And you drop that phone in there... Sure, reach and try to get it. 
You're just a man in your 30s with no friends and no one who will be like, where is he if you don't come home for several days? And that's exactly <laughs> how long it takes to die. In the leg of Stegosaurus. Oh, my God. <laughs> it sucks. Oh, there's Here we go. There's a wood chipper one. Oh, like someone actually got fed into a wood chipper like in Fargo? Yeah, in um, an Im uh, immigrant in Australia. I was sucked through a wood chipper. Uh, Harvat Galabaria, Gujarat, India, bit a snake after the snake had bitten him. Both he and the snake died. <laughs> mm. There you go. Uh, yeah, none of these, uh, a lot of these are, uh, I, I mean, when we're, when we're making fun of these. I thought this was what? your favorite Wikipedia article ever. This is my favorite All right, Wikipedia. Well, if, if we're getting a little stale, let's go to the Wikipedia of department stores. The, the Wikipedia of department stores? Yeah. Let's see what the real action is in the Wikipedia list of department stores. Oh, yeah, here we go. I like uh, I like because there was a golden age of American department stores in like the fifties, where it's like some guy made a department store and it like it it reached twenty cities and he made like one million dollars. <laughs> you <know>? Um, <laughs> even better, the list of defunct department stores. Yeah, that's basically what I mean. Because the list of defunct department stores is much larger than the list of department stores. Yeah, many defunct. Many, many defunct. So let's go to like a weird state. Let's see, see some of the department stores in the defunct department stores mm -hmm. in Utah. Okay. Mervyn's. Mervyn. Fred Meyer. And ZCMI. Those Amazing. Are, those are the, the three ones. Those are the three defunct. Utah has had a pretty good history of not going defunct. They're about, uh, to, they're about to go defunct. <laughs> they're about to get get defunct in their ass. And like that Daft Punk song with the dog. You know the one I'm talking about. Uh, it goes... Bow, wow, 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 wow. Man, there's so many defunct department stores. Yeah. In Wisconsin, there's Chapman's, there's Gimbel's, Hoff Department Store, AC Prange Co., Prange Way, Schuster's, and Shopco. Shopco just went out of business in June 2019. Terrible. Terrible. Chapter filed for Chapter 11. Man, this, this list of department stores is incredible. Uh, Rhode Island, Apex Stores, The Outlet Company, The Shepherd Co., Benny's, and in hope, these are the, these are the defunct department stores. These carried every product that you could imagine, and still they failed. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Capitalism, I suppose. All of these beautiful department stores. If capitalism really worked, none of these beautiful department stores would have gone down. They would have all been competing in perfect competition with each <laughs> other. One. Salkin and Lineoff. Of course. <laughs> Get your vacuum cleaners. Sucking and drag off. Sucking and drag off. Yeah, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys and their names. They had stupid names. Wow, Salkin and Lineoff grew to one of the largest independent clothing retailers with 400 plus stores across the continental United States. 
And I guess it went out of business in the 80s. I'm going back to unusual deaths. I liked unusual deaths. All right, I'm going to stay what... on list of defunct. Stay, okay, we're going to say we're going to alternate it up. We're going to mix it up. We're yeah. going to mix it up for every unusual death. We will name a defunct department store as well, mm. and go okay. deep into that department store. Um, Anthony Hensley, April 14, 2012, 37, was killed by a swan while kayaking across a pond in a residential complex in Des Plaines, Illinois. After getting too close to the bird's nest, the swan attacked him, threw him out of the kayak, and prevented him from surfacing. He ultimately, that swan held him down under the water and fucking murdered him. That's crazy. Okay, so in New Jersey, there was a store founded in 1946 called Two Guys. Okay, this store is called Two, Two Guys, and they sold televisions. And eventually they started selling other appliances and made it to 100 locations in upstate New York, eastern Pennsylvania, New Jersey, etc. Um, and uh, see, then they went out of business because it looks like they tried to get into milk. Tried to get into milk. And they got bought by someone, one of these like liquidating companies, this evil like Bain Capital. Uh, you think liquidating companies would be into milk because it's liquid. And so it sort of became Vornado Realty Trust. And then, yeah, just like that's how these the defunct department stores are eaten up. Uh, that's that's what happens when you're a department store. And, you know, I think uh, we can all... Th this, this sentence, this sentence on this Wikipedia list of unusual deaths is very good. Uh, th these couple of sentences, I will say. We have Adelier Antonio de Carli a Brazilian Catholic priest and skydiver undertook a cluster balloon flight on April 20th, 2008. The intention was to break the previous endurance records for ballooning and to raise funds for charity. However, contact was lost partway through. The lower part of his body was found floating in the sea 11 weeks later. <laughs> July 4th. I just like that sentence. The, the lower part of his body was yeah. found. I guess sharks had eaten the... He, he had obviously fallen from the balloon, fallen into the ocean, and I'm sure the upper half of his body was consumed by an animal. Um, all right, I got a good defunct department store for you. It's a good defunct department store. M Maison Blanche. Maison Blanche? A department store in New Orleans, Louisiana, founded in 1897 by Isidore Newman, an immigrant from Germany. And mm. this was like it got an up, immigrant. Yeah, you say from Germany, a pre-Nazi. So you can't pre-Nazi. You can't you can't rag on him. You can't say Nazi jokes about it. Mm hmm. As you would do. I know if it was like, you know, Isidore Manuel Lopez in Argentina founding a department store in 1941 or 47, whatever. There you go. The hotel was German. occupied during Hurricane Katrina. Wonderful. Occupied? What does that mean? It uh, the, the Katrina forces took it over. <laughs> this is crazy. Did we send, like, the army in to go kill everyone? Is that what we did? That's what we did. That's I think what that's we did. what happened. Do you remember that? In Hurricane Katrina? Like, didn't Bush send the army in and the army was like, we... 
They, yeah, they did kill a lot of people. The army did kill a lot of people. Taking over, New Orleans has fallen. It's like Somalia yeah. here, and then everyone is like, "No, we just live here." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, my god!" They, and up. then they used it for charter schools. Then they did charter schools. Oh, that's nice. And that's like New you, Orleans is so much better off for it now. now I think you that can, we like, can also specific things. I mm-hmm. love charter schools. There's like we have a list of everything you're gonna learn today. Um. Why money is good. Why paying us money is good. <laughs> All you learn at charter schools is like why why the government should have more money for charter schools. And then like you become a little charter school. It's like a, it's like the MLM of schools. Because like if you found it, if your kid goes to a charter school and you convince someone else to go to the charter school, you get like $500. Which you're then supposed to invest in more charter schools. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a classic MLM thing. You can do MLM on a lot of different industries. Like insurance. That's a classic one. Mm. We're all part of this insurance. You know, it's classic. It's a big protection scam. Well, that's sort of, I guess. But here... <laughs> I don't know. Here's one. Gary Hoy, a Toronto boy, July 9th, 1993. Gary Hoy, 38, a lawyer in Toronto, fell from the 24th floor of the Toronto Dominion Centre while demonstrating that its windows were unbreakable. He threw himself against one, which, true to his assertion, did not break, but instead popped out of its frame. So that's funny. Hmm. He's showing around a group of kids. They're like, hey, look at these windows. They're unbreakable. Unbreakable, I tell you. Look, I'm ramming right into them. Boom. Boom. That one's funny. (laughs) It's pretty unusual. Here's a good one. Mix it up with a defunct defunct store. Yeah, you want me to hit you with another defunct store? Okay. Uh, We got Spags. What was Spags known for? Spags was created by Anthony Spag Borgatti uh, in 1934. Yeah. And they were notable for its longtime resistance to accepting credit cards, uh, which they did not accept until 1992. And when Spag died, uh, his daughters took over until 2002 until they sold the company. And that's bags. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a that's a, so they didn't they didn't have a massive flame out. They didn't have to file Chapter Eleven. They simply sold the company. It was just one department store on Route Nine in Massachusetts, but it was bags cons- considered an early pioneer of discount retailing, which is of course the practice of offering things at a discount for your retail. Spags. <laughs> oh, we're going to Spags. We you've should. heard that. Yeah. You've heard that uh, yeah. people refer to spaghetti bolognese as spag bowl, right? Um. Yeah, I think I got called that online. <laughs> you got called spag bowl online constantly. <laughs> yeah, you're a spaghetti Bolshevik. <laughs> you're spaghetti Bolshevik. Oh, spaghetti, the spaghetti Bolsheviks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you mean? Wait, do you wouldn't mean? that be like an Italian communist is, a, sp- is a spag bowl? Yeah, what do you mean you call me a spaghetti bolshevist? Yeah, we need to 
we need to uh, we need more Linguini Bolsheviks. We need more Orecchetti Bolsheviks. We need more Fusilli Bolsheviks. We have too much of these bag balls. We need fuse balls. We need ling balls. We need to smoke a bowl. We need to smoke weed. I'm I'm running on empty. That's why we're reading yeah, lists we are, this week. Running, uh, <laughs> all our all our writers are on strike. All yeah, them. all of our Jew writers are on strike because um, I wouldn't allow them to take all their Jew holidays off. Uh, that's self-referential. He's being self-referential. I'm being self I am Jewish. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't hurt us. Jews, don't hurt us. I can't say. I can't. I'm afraid of the Jews. Oh, no. They're coming with their Jewish knives. Okay. What if there was a really anti-Semitic guy who sounded like Jerry Lewis for some reason? Yeah. Hoy! How many is six million? Hoy! I don't know. That seems like a lot. Oh! That's bad. There are there are those guys yeah. there there are white supremacists with Jerry Lewis voices. Yeah, you're just you're just doing the Chappelle bit. Is that a bit? I don't think that's a the white supremacist with Jerry Lewis, Lewis voices is not it's, a Chappelle it's bit. It's the same as doing the the black Klansman. No, no, but it's it no, no, it's different cuz I'm doing a Jewish voice and he was doing a black uh, He's doing Clayton Bigsby, and I'm doing. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm the Oi! Oh, you're right. It is much different. I'm it's so much sorry. different. It's, it's much, much different. It's much different. <laughs> it's so different. Oh my god! What if there was a guy who was like a goofy Jewish guy, but he was like, "I love David Duke." Oh, it's oh, geez, the clan among the best of them, the best clan. I call him. Even though they don't like me, oh! Yeah. Why don't they like me? Um, why don't they like Because I talk like this? I... This is why I hate the Jews. It's because they made talking like this into a Jewish thing. And this is just how me, Ron Prince, of... Of, I don't know, what's the whitest? Of Alexandria, Virginia. I talk like this all the time. I don't know. Uh, Long Beach, California. Long Beach, California is the is the whitest place on earth? I think so. Did you look that up right now, like whitest place in America? Well, no, I'm looking at Buffums, which is a defunct department store. Oh, it's Buffums. Buffums. B-U-F-F-U-M-S. Buffum. Uh... Began in 1904, and the stores gained a reputation as the Grand Dame of department stores in the area. Ooh, the Grand Dame. It differentiated itself from the other local chains, including Bollocks. I've been to Buffums, was his most famous advertising line. Okay. Okay, you've been to Buffums. We've all been to Buffums. Here's an interesting, unusual death, one that I want to get you to weigh in on. Christophe de Margerie, he was an oil executive, and he was killed when his corporate jet collided during takeoff with an airport snowplow reportedly driven by a drunk driver. So, in a way, drunk driving kind of saved the day here, because, you know... Have you ever known drunk driving to not save the day? <laughs> You're right, it always does. <laughs> Drunk driving is what caused Madison Cawthorn to lose his legs, and that was good. Can you imagine how much more dangerous Madison... 
That's a weird line of reasoning. The idea, a legged Madison Cawthorn? No, the world couldn't have handled that. He would have been... He would have been president already. I've used drunk driving to get away from every annoying person that wants to take my keys. (laughs) If there's someone wanting to take your keys, there's only one way to get rid of that. That's right, drunk driving. I hate that. I hate it when you're like at the wheel, ready to go, and someone runs out of the bar and is like, how did you find those? How did you find your keys? Everyone was told not to give you your keys back and you're like you can't hear them because you're revving the engine and laughing like a maniac you know mm-hmm. uh, why does that keep happening to me <laughs> uh, Erica Marshall 28 a British veterinarian in Ocala Florida died when a horse she was treating in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber kicked the wall releasing a spark from its horseshoe causing a fire and explosion. The horse was also killed, and another worker, Sorsha Monley, was seriously injured. That's a a very unusual one, because how often are you treating a horse in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber? That stupid fucking horse trying to heal you, you dumbass. Uh, But yeah, that's pretty unusual. Uh, I am glad... I, I want to go back to the guy that killed the 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 French oil executive. Congratulations! That, I'm I'm really inspired by that, you know, because we all we all talk a big game, you know. Stav in his new special makes a joke about schmashinating uh, Schmeff Bezos, right? Oh, I turned it uh, off. I turned it off before that, but I did kind of like the vibe. It was good vibe. I liked vibe. the vibe. He gets he he. I so I watched like the first twenty <gasps> minutes. I think. Mm-hmm. The vibe I got was like, ooh, this this guy's psycho. He's not just horny, he's also psycho. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I like that. I like that. He's like, ooh, he's wow, he's so crazy. What is he gonna say next? And right when he was mm-hmm. saying assassinate, I had to turn it off. And I was like, I wonder. And it's and he wants to assassinate Schmeff Schmizo. Or he makes an you know, but everyone does that sort of comedy where everyone does that sort of winking People on the left to do that sort of winking thing where it's like, well, we really know this is all coming down to violence anyway. We, we really know that's all coming down to that, yeah. you know, so that's we what, might that's as well. That's what they do it to avoid reading economics books. <laughs> nah, I mean, what you, I mean, yeah, I'm, I am violently opposed. You, I would rather, I would rather smashinate someone than have to read fucking Ricardo. Yeah. Or fucking. Well, uh, guys, why don't we just smashinate schmishmashinate? We should smashinate in schmishmashinate. It would be schmishmashinate is the worst guy of all. You know, he's like a million Soroses. That guy. <laughs> But if I was very anti-George Soros, became an anti-Soros guy. That would be fine. I think you have to not spend all your time talking about it or else people will think you got some pretty weird ideas about the Jews that you were just making fun of. So you might want to go a little easy on the Soros stuff, in this episode at least. Uh, ten people... It's not a name, but it just says 10 people on this Wikipedia list. On October, uh, on November 21st, 2016, a powerful southerly charge in Melbourne, Australia, resulted in the death of 10 asthmatic people who died from respiratory failure. This was due to a stark 60 kilometer per hour wind that distributed ryegrass pollen into the moist air, rupturing them into very fine specks, small enough to enter people's lungs. 
That's bad. Yeah. Can you imagine if you died from poison air? That's what's that's what's happening in Utah. I told you about that. Oh yeah, you're right. You you're not, right because all the salt, all the salt at the bottom of the Great Salt Lake. All the well, it's, there's arsenic. It's turning cyanide. It's arsenic. arsenic. You're right. It's arsenic. <laughs> it's, just, it's all the poisons. All the so poisons. Every poison. Yeah. <laughs> Come together. All the new there's nuclear waste at the bottom of the Great Salt Lake, and that's the water is what's keeping it from getting everywhere. Yeah. There should be, uh, 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 what if a Mormon fell into the Great Salt Lake and all the nuclear energy pervaded his body and he became some sort of super Mormon and he used his superpowers in order to reinstate polygamy again? I think because it's was, time I'm tired take, of the... I think it's time hmm. to take this Matt and Trey thing out of Broadway and stop making fun of the Mormons. That's what I have to Why? say. Why? Because it's a little what? much. It's a little much. You know, they're... Think it's a little much? You think it's a little much against the Mormons? A, they're at a very hard time in their history now. They're... Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> yeah you're right. is threatened by the sands of... The poison sands of globalist future. Globo-homoist future. Because the leftists wanted to do all of this global trading. If you don't remember, it was the leftists. The leftists, yeah. It was the leftists who did all the global trade. It's, very, it's, it's always been very funny to me to think of. There is some evidence to suggest that, or it, I don't know if there's evidence, but it's uh, allegedly it's the microplastics that are turning everyone queer now. It's oh, the microplastics yeah. it's a, that are making us gay. Of course, that's the next theory. I, I've but been I, saying that. I've been saying that for years. You've been saying the plastics are making us gay. We're becoming Barbies. <laughs> We're becoming, they're all Barbie-fying us. You've heard of bimbo-fying. We're becoming dolls. We're becoming yeah, that, dolls. the new Barbie movie, the new Barbie movie is going to get down to the root of all that. We've all seen Ryan Gosling as yeah, nice as can. I mean He's is, I've been trying to Ryan meme Gosling. that into existence for a while, and I'm glad it's taken off. Becoming human dolls? The, the microplastics thing. The yeah. microplastics. Or microplastics in general, or microplastics making you gay? Well, I, I, are you sure they're saying making you gay and not making you trans? I think it's both. Yeah, I mean that whole that whole thing is the Republicans are have, are having that collapse in on them now. They can't figure out if they're anti-gay or anti-trans. Yeah, well, they're very it's anti-trans. They're very anti-trans. Well, they're trying, they're saying all kinds of like the Republican Party in Texas has been just being like, like nope, we're just straight anti-gay. Yeah, we're not well, even, that's what's. <laughs> I mean, for even. conservative people, that's what they like about the anti-trans stuff because it's a way to say that you also hate gay people without saying that you hate gay people. Well, the, some Texas Republicans are okay with the, doing it the old-fashioned way. Uh-huh. Um, and there's like some preacher who recently was like that that was on, hit the news cycles. Um, what were we talking about before the... Before the... Uh. Before that, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Mildred Bowman yeah. and Alice Wardle, August 2005, uh, died in uh, Benidorm, Spain, after becoming trapped for four days when their fold-up Murphy bed had collapsed. Huh. <laughs> they got trapped in a Murphy bed. You ever hear That's, of... Uh, it ever, sucks. You ever hear of Value Mart? Value Mart, the defunct... The defunct, uh, of course... The, the defunct uh, oh, well, there's, don't get confused. department store. There's a Canadian grocery chain called Value Mart. Ah, uh, yes. That's, that probably is what you're thinking of. Way Slow different. Slow down, okay, because this is Value Mart from Seattle, founded in 1958. Okay. Uh, they sold okay. televisions. 
pretty much all of these places were ex existed to sell televisions. Right. They all the rest of the shit that the department store sold was, I don't know, like jewelry, clothes, perfumes, just shards of glass, you know, just things to like get people in. Look, shards of glass, look you at know, the television. Just microplastics. I mean, the reason why we have all of the microplastics because you know they in the fifties, oh, along right. with thalidomide, they would just sell those big bottles of microplastics to people, and they would just drink them down by the barrelful. And I we've inherited a, our parents' I had a microplastics. Nurse tell me that like, we were both talking about how we had indigestion, and she was like, "They put in something in the food, yeah. and uh, maybe it's microplastics, or yeah, maybe they're actually." My new theory is that they they are putting something in the food. It's turning you us, think they, they yeah they are putting something in the food and it's turning us gay it's turning us trans yeah. it's, it's also turning us straight <laughs> whoa i've never heard that one before that's a different take on yeah that's not being straight is not the normal one no you're no one is supposed to have any sexual attraction to anything whatsoever i know dude finally yes yeah. you're not supposed to have sex <laughs> yeah god comes down and you've been like he reproduction was not supposed to happen and you're doing what you're putting what in the where no that was for peeing that was for peas and poops that was for peas and poops only the cum was an emergency thing that's supposed to be used once every fifty years. It's like it's like the uh, the emergency row in an airplane. Yeah, you, know? you reproduce once. One yeah, time. you only need to fuck once. And only like the leader is supposed to do that. Anyway, absolutely. Anyway, um, we've been doing. Yeah, you're not supposed to have any sexual feelings. Asexual is the natural state. Let's talk about Value Mart. Uh, talk about Value Mart some more. What, what do they do in Value Mart? How did they go down in business? They had a bunch of stores. They, they did bunch. have a bunch of stores? Oh, did. they were rocking for a while there, Value Mart. That's right. 21 locations. 21 locations. So it was of legal location age. So everyone, <laughs> you know, you could, you could fuck them with that many locations. Uh, it looks like there was like some kind of competitive buying of some of the stores that were rebranded as Villa Mart mm. in like the 60s. So much interesting corporate history in America. Yeah, lots of businesses merging and then unmerging. I like it when businesses merge because it's like when they have sex. It is you know? like that. I mean, because all the employees get to like get together and you can see like in because you know you obviously poll your employees to see what mm -hmm. venereal diseases they have and you sort of exactly. watch them all mingle because all yeah, the employees at a business have sex with each other and absolutely i gather is that what happened when you were working it, yeah when i was working everyone was having sex with each other left and right you know that's that half the before you know the that's me too right it was before it, the me too stuff. it was before me too you know ruined everything everyone i mean that's why we had offices right so you could have sex with each other you can't have sex with each other when you're working from home you know it's crazy yeah, that's because that's where your parents live yeah, that's where you pray. It'd be too loud. You'll be screaming, oh, God, my penis. And your mom will be going, oh, no, no, I heard it. Yeah. That's that because that's what I say during sex is, oh, God, my penis. Oh, man. Oh, geez, my penis. 
Um, what are funny things to say during sex? Sex, a, a wonderful time for romance, lovemaking, uh, you're, you're caught, you're lost in a moment, you're vulnerable. So there's so many funny things that you can say, like awooga, or cheepy cheepy, or blah blah, or floppy floppy, or Adderall, I want my Adderall. You know, say that over and over again while you're having sex. Or, uh, anus is on parade. The anus is on parade. You know, say that during sex. Why don't, why don't all of you say, uh, Oh, the boys in the 15th century are plowing up my great big asshole. Oh, they're coming with their spears and they're coming with their rods. But I won't prostrate myself before their gods. Because I'm a free-thinking man, I'm an atheist, put your penis in my asshole. That's, uh, we need more marches. Hmm. We need more John Philip Sousa marches that have that lyric in them. I'm, I'm an to... atheist, put your penis in my asshole. I'm trying to figure out which state has the most defunct department stores. Uh, probably, I imagine California and New York just by sheer population would probably yeah, carry California the day. Yeah, California's got a lot, but New York does not have as much as, like, Michigan, which is interesting. 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 Michigan has a lot, and Ohio have a lot. That makes sense because it's Midwestern. They got, there was a big industrial boom in the Midwest, and then they got gutted. Yep. There's greater need for these department stores That's in so places funny. like Flint. Where did all those people in the Midwest go? Uh, they just stuck around and did heroin instead. Until they all died? Until they all died, yeah. That's sad. I yeah. thought you saw Gummo, the most accurate movie about the Midwest. Well, I did that's see ever Gummo, made. but I was, I was like the age of the boys in the movie Gummo when I saw Gummo. Yeah, so you were like, they're having a great time. I don't see what's so bad about this. Yeah, taking a bath in some dirty water. Um, here's my impression of a, of a British, of a northern British Harmony Corinthian. Oh, love Gumo. <laughs> hmm. That's it. That's the joke. He says Gumo. <laughs> yeah, Gemma. Uh, what? What? That? Uh, there's a large. Uh, wasn't Takeshi Six Nine? Wasn't one of his songs called Gumo? I don't know. Why would I know that? Why would you know about Takeshi? Yes, you love Takeshi Six Nine. You're the number know. one Takashi Six Nine fan. I'd only know about that if he was on the list of unusual deaths. Is he? He's not on. He hasn't died yet. He's he hasn't died unusually. There's no rapper or hip hop artist on the list of unusual deaths. Uh, yeah. How? Yeah. That's that's an oversight because uh, Tupac's death was sort of unusual. I think both were, Biggie and Tupac's deaths were yeah, very unusual. There's a bunch of unusual hip hop artists' deaths. But just, you know, for them, the ra this racist list, this racist yeah. list of unusual deaths is it leading is. off some, some pretty. I guess you know, just because a death is suspicious doesn't mean it's unusual. But I don't know. We've seen some pretty usual deaths on this list. Here we go. Here we go. I got a good one. Alexander okay. Chechik. Alexander Chechik. Alexander yeah. Chechik sent his photograph. Sent, sorry, Alexander Chechik sent his friend photograph. Of a grenade with the pin pulled out while chatting on the Russian social media network, VK, or VK. Chechik died shortly thereafter as after the grenade in his hand exploded. Police ruled it an accident <laughs> rather than suicide. <laughs> I, 
Wait, wait. I guess it makes a difference if it's ruled an accident versus suicide. Um, you know, Russians. Yeah, yeah, they're always, you know, they're always deliberating about suicide. One I mean, of their favorite things to do. Yeah, they're like, oh, the sky is cloudy again. Or there's a crow. I feel, I feel so depressed. Yeah, I'm just a Russian guy. Oh, I like Elliot Smith. I'm Russian. That's I'm so, that's so what they're like. That's what they're like. That's exactly what they're saying. Oh, I'm just a little sad boy. Oh, oh I guess I'll invade Ukraine now. Oh. I don't wanna. I don't like the gays. I don't, I don't like, like gays. I don't even like invading Ukraine while I'm doing it. Why I don't want to do it. Why are I don't want to do it. Why are we here? Donetsk. I want to eat more donuts because I'm Russian and I love donuts. <laughs> eat so many. Ru- <laughs> the, the Russian eat so guy many, Yeah, eat so many donuts. He chokes. Yeah. Yeah, he was killing himself. <laughs> he escapes from his. He escapes from his facility. <laughs> I what I liked about that death of the intellectually disabled Japanese man is is he had this taste of freedom. He had his wonderful taste of freedom after escaping from his residential facility and instantly died as a result of overindulgence. Uh and that's me, you know. As soon as I am truly free, I will also overindulge. And you know, that's why uh that's why you should never enjoy anything. Oh, Kenneth Pinion. Kenneth Pinion died from injuries sustained during anal sex with a stallion. <laughs> a horse or just like a really beautiful man? A horse. Uh, okay, yeah. I think that's Mr. Hands. I think that's Mr. Hands himself, Kenneth Pinion. Yeah, it is. It is Mr. Hands. And, you know, and with that, that's a classic death. That's a classic unusual death. That's if you were to guy. quiz anybody... On what their favorite, or uh, to name an unusual death, they would probably say being fucked to death by a horse. It's pretty unusual. Yeah, that's sad. That one's sad. That's the worst one. Why? Because he died. I think that's great. He died achieving his dream. Hmm. And massive internal hemorrhaging.